It's Monday, the 8th of March, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, 12 months after the COVID-19 bear market, it's the tech stocks, banks and miners that have performed best. Plus, the US Senate paves the way for a massive 1.9 trillion US dollar spending package, which should boost equity markets. Australia enlists local GPs to help roll out the coronavirus vaccine and good luck finding a tradie over the next couple of years. Our lead story today, a year ago the share market was sliding. Having hit a peak on February 23, the S&P ASX 200 was falling fast and 12 months ago tomorrow it officially became a bear market, defined by a 20% drop. So, who are the outperformers and underperformers since then? Five of the top 200 stocks have risen by more than 200% over the past year, and four of them are tech stocks. Buy Now, Pay Later Group, Zipco and Afterpay lead the way. Gaming Group, Pointsbet Holdings and retailer Kogan.com are in that group, along with Rare Earth's minor Linus. The worst performer over the past year was AGL, down almost 50% on the back of very low prices. Among the large caps, the big three miners have easily been the best performers, Only Afterpay of the top 20 stocks have done better. But the big surprise has been the four major banks. All four have outperformed the broader market. Six months ago, they were four of the five worst performing stocks of the large caps. Healthcare group CSL was a star performer late last year and the biggest company in the country, but it's down 22% since November and is the worst performing of the top 35 stocks over the past year. Woolworths and Coles were beneficiaries of the pandemic, but both have underperformed the broader market. The moral of the story? The boss is a fickle beast. What's a winner one month quickly becomes an underperformer the next. The rotation to stocks that benefit from a growing economy isn't about to happen. It's happened. Investors beware. In overseas news, the US Senate has passed a 1.9 trillion US dollar COVID-19 relief bill. It's a victory for President Joe Biden and should provide equity markets a fillip in coming sessions. The American Rescue Plan Act is expected to be made law this week. It's the second largest stimulus bill in US history and includes an expansion in healthcare, a plan to slash child poverty rates, and millions of Americans will soon receive payments of $1,400. The White House has warned that cyber criminals may have hacked into a large number of victims by exploiting vulnerabilities in Microsoft software. The tech giant has blamed a Chinese state-based organisation for the attacks which affect Microsoft's Exchange email application. And there are media reports this morning that US President Joe Biden will hold the first ever quadrilateral summit with Japan, India and Australia next week to step up the White House's strategy to counter China. The original quad began in 2007 to coordinate relief following a tsunami in Indonesia in 2004, but it's been dormant since then. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Australia will enlist around 4,500 GP clinics to help with the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccine. From March 22, local doctors will help administer the jabs, focusing on older people and those with certain underlying conditions. Until now, jabs were only available at hospitals and inside aged care centres. The quarantine camp in Darwin will double its capacity to 2,000 return travellers as the federal government attempts to get home the 40,000 Australians still stranded overseas. 
The states have refused to lift their caps on international arrivals, and in response, the Howard Springs facility in the Northern Territory will be expanded. Gina Reinhardt, iron ore mining magnate and the country's richest person, has put her $300 million portfolio of cattle stations and livestock in Western Australia and the Northern Territory up for sale. There are seven stations and about 1.9 million hectares of grazing land. It was another good weekend for the auction market, with Sydney reporting a preliminary clearance rate of 86% and 80% in Melbourne. Canberra, Brisbane, Perth and Adelaide all reported clearance rates of better than 80%. Good luck finding a tradie over the next year or so. An analysis by the Association of Professional Builders shows that members have been signing contracts at record levels for six months, and many tradies are booked out for two years. The government's housing stimulus has prompted a flurry of activity and builders are fighting over the limited number of subcontractors. The findings reported in the Financial Review highlight the skills shortages in the trades. And finally, carbon dioxide emitted from Bass Strait gas could find its way into soft drinks and beer under a deal struck between ExxonMobil, BHP and industrial gases company Air Liquid. The carbon capture and reuse deal revealed in the Financial Review involves France's Air Liquid building a new CO2 processing plant in Gippsland, Victoria, to treat gas from fields owned by Exxon and BHP. The processed and purified CO2 will then be available for use in the food and beverage industry. That's your Mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.